Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is April 20th and it is a Thursday. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, We had church last night. It's always a pleasure to assemble together with like-minded fellow believers. Um, It's just awesome. We went over numbers 28 and 29 talking about sacrifices and the way in which we give our whole selves to the Lord, which essentially is worship. So, um, so I loved it. I loved it. Love the Old Testament. Love the New Testament. Love the whole Word of God. So, so much in there. But as we're going over First Corinthians, going over some verses here. First uh, Corinthians six eighteen says, Paul writes, "Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body." Now, we got to couple this with what Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Right? Like, there's no one temple we run to and go to where the presence of God is. Kind of like the tabernacle in the Old Testament. They would travel around, (coughs) excuse me, the tabernacle and all the furniture and all were, it was in the middle of, they would march, you know, through the desert. And the tabernacle and stuff were in the middle of the tribes so as to be protected. They were holy. They, they were seen to be set apart, right? Every part of the building uh, of the tabernacle. So when they when they started to camp, they had a certain formation and uh, the tabernacle would be at the center of it, right? And this was the place of worship for the children of Israel. And so uh, that was the temple. That was the, the place where they the presence of God was, where they met him. Um, now, you know, under the New Covenant, New, Te- New Testament, wherever believers are, that can be church, right? I was just talking about this with another, uh, another believer the other day. Like, the building is not the, the, the church, right? It's not the church. It is a building that the church meets in. Because the church is, is, is our people. Like, we are the church. Christ followers are the church. The, the body of believers, right? And so, meaning that our bodies are our temples of the Holy Spirit. So, we, like, temples for the Lord as He, the Holy Spirit indwells us and flows through us to be used by Him for His glory so it's important to uh, to stay pure and don't get me wrong like we're all being purified right we're all growing being refined being consecrated god is doing his work on us like on a daily basis praise the lord i'm glad for that you know but he is slowly uh or quickly depending on who you are and what you're going through right now but he is purifying us he is refining us and so we want to honor the Lord with our bodies. You know, we looked at, again, we looked at Numbers 28 and 29 last night. And of course, we looked at Romans 12, 1 and 2, which is just the epitome of what we're supposed to do under the new covenant. Present our bodies as a living sacrifice, acceptable to him because it's our reasonable service. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so... What we do, if you will, with our bodies is important. We want to stay pure before him. And the reason why the Apostle Paul was saying this, of course, he already touched on it a couple times in this 
book, First Corinthians, letter, um, is because they were they were giving into sexual immorality. They were not only flirting with sin; they were engaging in sin. They weren't exercising their liberties. They were in transgression. And I'm not talking about all of them, but it was reported that a lot of them were being swept away by this sexual immorality. And they didn't think anything of it. They justified it or however they wanted to slant that. But there was transgression. Transgression means willingly sin. Knowing what's wrong and doing it anyway. And so the Apostle Paul needed to correct this. He needed to emphasize this definitely because that's what they were struggling with. And you know, as we share our struggles with like-minded fellow mature believers, like we should, first of all, share with someone at least that we can trust that we know will be there for us and pray for us. Um, people get scared. Some people get scared when you talk about accountability. Like, oh, I don't want any accountability. I'm not going to talk to anyone. Oh, I'm not going to call you if I struggle. But then when they struggle, they give in rather than getting prayer from someone. So in that sense, you guys, like, we need one another. Like, we need each other in order to stay pure like we can't do it on our own we need the lord 100 percent. his holy spirit like guides us and helps us to resist and gives us and shows us uh, a way of escape and which is beautiful but we also need one another to lift up each other's arms to to help one another like we need people that when we call them any hour of the day they won't see it as an inconvenience. But they'll see it as an opportunity to help us, support us, and pray for us. Those are the kind of friends that we want. <laughs> Those are the kind of friends that I want. Because if I'm struggling with something, truly, and I need prayer, I have a few guys to go to. 100%. I have a few guys to go to that I know will not say, What's wrong with you? You know, they won't yell at me. They won't get down on me. They won't condemn me. But number one, they will be there for me. They will answer the phone at 2 a.m. in the morning. And number two, they'll pray for me. They won't say, what's wrong with you? They'll say, I understand. Temptations are strong. Let me pray for you. And so that's so huge. It's huge to have brothers and sisters that are there to support us to pray for us to be there for us you know so anyway Paul's saying hey flee sexual immorality don't don't get into that don't do that you're 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 called to be set apart and part of being set apart is to be pure in heart and you know Jesus really clarified a lot of what the Old Testament testified of. For instance, thou shalt not kill or murder. Well, Jesus said, if you look at a brother with hate in your heart, you've essentially already committed murder or adultery. He talked about that, right? One of the commandments. He's like, well, if you even look at a woman with lust in your heart, you're committing adultery. And so, wow, that's, what do we do? Well, we depend upon the Lord. We pray that when we get tempted, we take the way of escape. 
We use God's word as a weapon to help us against those temptations that lure us in to try to cause us to sin. And we call our brothers and sisters in the Lord and ask for prayer. I mean, it's really simple, but in the thick of it, when you're tempted, sometimes we're just like, ah, oh, whatever, I'll give in. I, I don't I don't want to deal with it anyway. Like, it's almost like once we get to the point of we're just tired, weary, exhausted, want to give up, then when a temptation comes, that's when the enemy sends, you know, temptations because he knows that's your weakest. The enemy is smart. He studies you. He studies me. He hates us, but he studies us so that he knows when exactly our weak points arise. And when you can find out our weak points, that's when he'll send those more... The, the more intense temptations and we're like uh whatever like almost like i know when you're apathetic that's when temptation comes i know when you're weary and you just want want to release from this stress i'm going to send you temptation i know when you're like the enemy knows is what my point he knows your weakest points he knows your weakest times of the day he knows your weakest temptations, like what you will give into the most. He knows what you struggle with the most, so he can use it against you. But God knows all those things. And he uses that knowledge to help us. To lift us up, to protect us. To keep us on the road of his will. To stay pure. So that boils it down to make it fairly simple, you guys. You know, when temptation arises... Look to the Lord, pray for strength, pray for, pray that you take, not pray, but take the way of escape. You don't even need to pray. You see, God will give you a way of escape. You see it? Take it. And number two, call a brother in Christ. Call a sister in Christ. Say, hey, I'm struggling. You don't even have to share the details, right? Just, I'm struggling with something right now. Please pray for me. You know, people text me all the time. And I pray for people all the time, almost every day, like going through something or about to face something and I'm glad to pray for them and I want to pray for them may we do the same for others amen God bless you guys hey I hope you have an amazing Thursday and we'll talk to you Friday